Hey, today's motivational quote comes from an unknown individual, but it's extremely powerful. The quote says, once you carry your own water, you will learn the value of every drop. I'm going to say that one more time. Once you carry your own water, you will learn the value of every drop. Now, what does this mean to you as an English learner? You see, there's value in putting in work and not just depending on someone else to do the work for you. So for you as an English learner, yes, I am proud to be your English teacher. I am proud to be your guide. However, you still have to put in the work. I'll teach you a lesson. I'll teach you a new word, a new expression, a formula. But when you put the work in and don't just depend on your teacher to do everything, you will see your success as something that you did. There is value in putting in the work. Remember those around you, your teachers, your family members, they're only your guides, but you individually must put in the work and then you'll see the value of everything else. So once again, once you carry your own water, you will learn the value of every drop. Today, I want you to remember to work hard, put into practice what you are learning, even right now, and trust me, you'll see the value. Welcome to the Speak English with Tiffany podcast, a podcast especially created for intermediate and advanced English learners. In this podcast, you will hear new English words, expressions, and so much more. You will also learn how to think creatively in English and express yourself like a native English speaker. This podcast will take your English ability to the next level and help you to be more confident and more fluent when you speak in English. Are you ready? Well then, let's jump right in. Hey everyone, this is teacher Tiffany and I want to thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Now in today's episode, you are going to learn new vocabulary words and expressions that will help you speak fluently in English about cleanliness. That's right. This is part two of the episode you heard on Monday. Now, if you haven't heard that episode, you need to check it out now. But before we jump into this episode, I want to tell you about today's English resource. That's right. Today's English resource is my English app. English with Tiffany. That's the name of the app and you can download it on Android or for Android phones and for iPhones. This app is amazing. If you want to learn English on the go, if you want to have fun learning English, you need to download the app right now. You can download the app for free, test it out, and then become a premium member and start learning from 
all of the lessons. You can practice real English conversations. You can master English pronunciation and so much more. So don't forget, get the English with Tiffany app right now from the Android Google store app. Google Play Store <laughs> and also the Apple Store. I know you are going to love it. All right, now let's jump right in. So we have two English vocabulary words for today, and our first vocabulary word is chaotic. One more time after me, chaotic. Good. Now we say this fast and it sounds like this chaotic after me last time chaotic. Excellent. Now this word chaotic just means in a state of complete confusion and disorder. We say that's a chaotic situation, complete confusion and disorder. Now I want to tell you something interesting about me. You know that I am a very organized person. I like things to be clean and tidy. I don't like things messy. We talked about that word in the previous episode, but when it comes to chaotic situations, I actually cannot study or work in chaos. It's impossible for me. I actually always clean my office before I start working in the morning. So that's my preference. It's not really impossible, but my preference is to study in a clean office. So every morning after I get up, I have worship, I eat breakfast, and then I come to my office and I clean off my desk. When I am working at a desk that is clean and tidy, I get so much more work done. It's always been like this. Even when I was in South Korea, when I was studying for my master's degree, I was an art major, oriental painting, but I had to study for exams. And when I would study for my exams, I would always have my area clean and tidy. I had certain pens, certain notebooks, and certain highlighters, and everything had its specific area and place. And that's how I was able to get a lot done. And I'm the same today. So maybe you are similar. Maybe you can't work or study in chaos. So this word chaos, it also refers to like a chaotic situation. So again, just a different form of the word. So one more time after me again, this word is chaotic. Last time chaotic. Excellent. All right. So again, I cannot work when things are chaotic. I don't like working in chaos. Let me give you some example sentences. And remember, you can see all of these sentences by going to speak English with Tiffany.com forward slash podcasts. Here we go. Sentence number one. My week is chaotic because I have meetings every single day. Sentence number two. With a chaotic mind, no work can be done. And sentence number three, Susan's house was so chaotic. She had clothes and papers everywhere. All right, good job. So one more time after me, chaotic. Excellent. All right, now the second vocabulary word for today is filthy. 
One more time after me. Filthy. Excellent. Now, filthy, this word just means disgustingly dirty to an extreme and often disgusting extent. So remember in the previous episode, I told you the story about the apartment I moved into with my friend and how it had roaches. That apartment was filthy. It was disgustingly dirty. But I want to tell you about something else that was quite filthy. And it happened recently in America. Now, you know that I live in Maryland and about a month ago, we experienced basically a plague. Every 17 years, we get cicadas and Maryland had so many cicadas everywhere. Now, these cicadas were huge and they were extremely loud. It got to the point that even when I was driving, they were so big and they were everywhere. I could not drive with my windows down because they would randomly fly into my car. Now, I remember one day I was driving my car and I had stopped at a light and I saw the cicadas flying around. Then the light turned green and I pulled off and I could see there were a lot of cicadas in front of me as I was driving on the road. And one cicada hit my window, hit my windshield, and then it splattered on my window and kind of went down to where my windshield wipers were. Now the cicada was huge. So there were lots of guts on my windshield and there were things also spread out on my windshield wipers. It was filthy, but I was not the only one. As I looked around at other cars, when I finally got to my destination, everyone seemed to have cicada splatters on their cars, on the doors, on the windows, on the roofs. The cicadas were everywhere and they were hitting people's cars and making people's cars filthy. So we were all very happy when the cicadas finally went away. Now, maybe in your country, you have something like cicadas as well. Some large insect that causes your car to be filthy because it hits your windows or it hits your, the side of your car. Cicadas. Yes, they were loud and they made our cars filthy. All right. So let's look at and listen to some example sentences. Here we go. Sentence number one. Hannah needed to clean her car immediately. It was filthy. Sentence number two, Jen felt filthy after a long day of work. All she wanted was a long shower and a long night's sleep. And sentence number three, my apartment is filthy, but the cleaning lady will be here Friday. All right. So one more time after me, we had two vocabulary words. The first one was chaotic. Good job. And the second one was filthy. Excellent. All right. Now let's move on to our two English expressions for today. The first one we have for today is spring clean. One more time. Spring clean. 
All right. Now spring clean. This refers to the practice of thoroughly cleaning a house in the springtime. We do a lot of spring cleaning. So this is a very popular expression. Again, it means thoroughly cleaning a house in the springtime. Now I want to tell you about my grandmother because my grandmother, woo wee, she could clean a house. So my grandmother had the ability to clean a house in under an hour. She had six children and she was a single mother. So she was very busy, but my mom told me my grandmother could clean a house faster than anybody else. And everything would be pristine. Remember that word from last episode, right? All right. So my grandmother, what she would do is she would clean the baseboards, like the border, the bottom part of the wall that touches the ground, the floor. She would clean the window sills. Everything would be clean. There would be no dust anywhere. And my mom got the same quality, the same ability, the same talent from my grandmother to clean a house and make it smell and look amazing. So my mom, she usually does spring cleaning as well. She'll honestly wake up in the morning and we'll smell bleach and we know, okay, it's time for spring cleaning. She'll clean the drape. She'll clean the windows. She'll clean the baseboards, clean the bathrooms, everything thoroughly because Hey, it's spring cleaning time. And I love it because the house smells great whenever we walk in. So maybe you have the same tradition. Maybe in your country, you all do spring cleanings, or maybe you have a different time of year that you clean a deep, thorough clean of your house. Give your house a good cleaning. All right. So let me give you some examples and it says using this expression. Sentence number one, I only do a deep spring clean once a year. Sentence number two, my maid does a thorough spring clean once a month. And sentence number three, many people choose to spring clean in March or April. But if you schedule a cleaning service on a weekly basis, you will never need to do it. All right. Very good job. So one more time after me, we have spring clean. Excellent. All right. Now let's move on to our next expression. The next expression is spick and span. One more time, spick and span. Excellent. Now this expression just means it's very clean and tidy, extremely clean and tidy. We say spick and span. One more time, pronunciation, spick and span. Excellent. All right. So I want to tell you about my nieces. So my nieces usually come over to our house and they have a great time and they're usually with me. So whenever I'm in the basement, they want to come down to my room and hang out with auntie Tiff. So a few weeks ago they came over and my youngest niece, she's four years old. She ran down the stairs and she said, TT, that's what she calls me. 
can we hang out in your room? I said, sure, come on. So I was laying in bed, um, relaxing, and my four-year-old niece came down, and then my 11-year-old niece came down, and they just started playing together. Now, as they were playing, you know, more toys came out. My young, the youngest niece, my youngest niece, she started taking toys out of the toy box, and then she started taking toys out of the closet. So in about 30 minutes, my room was full of toys. And I was okay with that because they were playing and having a good time. As time went by, about an hour went by and it was time for us to go upstairs and to eat. And my nieces were following me to go upstairs. And I said, no, 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 no. I said, Hey guys, this room needs to be spick and span before we go upstairs. And if it is spick and span and when it is, I'll take you to the park. Oh, they got excited. So they both started putting all the toys back in the toy box, putting the other toys back in the closet because they knew, hey, if Auntie Tiff's room is spick and span, we'll be able to go to the park. All right, makes sense. Maybe you do the same with your nieces or your children. All right, so let's hear three example sentences using spick and span. Sentence number one, before I come home from work, the house needs to be spick and span. Sentence number two, it might sound strange, but it is entirely possible to get your car spick and span without the aid of a single drop of water. And sentence number three. The upper floor of the house had been refurbished since we were last there and it all looked spick and span. All right, good job. So one more time, the expressions after me. Here we go. Spring clean. Good job. And last we had spick and span. Excellent. All right. So we had two vocabulary words and two expressions. So I think you know what time it is. It's story time. Come on. Hey, it's story time. Come on. <laughs> it's story time. Come on. Uh huh. It's story time. Come on. Ah, move your shoulders from left to right. Come on. Ah, it's story time. Hey, it's story time. Here we go. It's story time. Come on. It's story time. All right. It is story time. Now you all know what we do. I normally will take both vocabulary words and both expressions and make a creative story so that you can understand even more how to use the words and expressions in real life. So we have chaotic, filthy, spring clean and spick and span. So let's get ready for today's story. Now, there was a woman and her name was Cassandra. Now, Cassandra had a very chaotic life. She was raising five kids. She was a widow. Her husband had died in a car accident and Cassandra had no one else to lean on. Her mother and father had passed away. She had no siblings. Cassandra lived a chaotic life. 
Five kids in middle school. Each of them had sports and different activities that they had to participate in. And Cassandra honestly was having a rough time. When you walked into her house, if you went to visit her, you would see that the living room was clean. The kitchen was clean, but her room was chaotic. Her room actually was filthy because Cassandra spent all of her time trying to help her children. But one day Cassandra heard a knock at the door. You see, Cassandra lived in a great community. And everyone in the community knew Cassandra. They remembered when her husband passed away in the car accident. He was killed, excuse me, in the car accident. And somebody knocked at her door one day and Cassandra went to the door. She looked tired. Her kids were in the background making lots of noise. And it just sounded chaotic in her house. And she opened the door and the person said, hey, Cassandra. And she recognized, oh, hey, hey, how are you doing, Barbara? Barbara was her neighbor. And Barbara said, hey, Cassandra, you know that uh, spring is coming soon. Cassandra said, yeah, I know. I was like, whew, I wish I could do some spring cleaning. But, you know, with these kids and work, and it's, I just don't have time. And Barbara said, Cassandra, you don't have to worry about that at all. You see, me and some of our other neighbors decided that we are going to do the spring cleaning for you. So Cassandra looked at Barbara and said, what did you say? And that's when Cassandra saw right behind Barbara, a group of ladies from the neighborhood, all with cleaning products in their hands and smiles on their faces and tears started to well up in Cassandra's eyes so much so that she even blocked out the chaos that was going on behind her with their kids. And she embraced Barbara and said, thank you so much. Barbara said, don't mention it. And Barbara and the other ladies walked into the house again. They didn't mind the chaos with the kids and they didn't mind the filth in Cassandra's room. They just started working. And for the next three hours, that group of ladies cleaned Cassandra's house and it was spick and span when they were done. It smelled so good. Even the kids recognized how good the house looked. And they also recognized how amazing Cassandra's room looked. When they were finished, they walked out to the living room and they said, Cassandra, we want you to know that this was, yes, the spring cleaning. But we're going to come and do this for you once a month. We know how hard it is for you as a mother and we are here for you. Cassandra couldn't hold back anymore and she burst out in tears and said, you all are amazing. And they all embraced and said, hey, we may not be blood family relatives, but we are a family. And that's what family does. Beautiful story, right? Beautiful story. Well, I hope you heard chaotic, filthy spring clean and spick and span. And I hope now you understand how to use these words and expressions. Now, this is the end of today's episode, but I want you to please remember right now to download the English with Tiffany app. I guarantee you'll love it. You will learn a lot and I will talk to you next time. And hopefully you'll even play some games within the app.
I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Remember, if you want to continue improving your English fluency, all you have to do is click the link in the description to get today's special English resource. This has been Teacher Tiffany with the Speak English with Tiffany podcast. Until next time, remember to speak English.